This episode of the Rock Solid Podcast is brought to you by U-Turn Audio. Brilliant sound starting at 199 bucks. Everyone deserves a remarkable listening experience, and you'll get it with U-Turn Audio. Check them out at U-TurnAudio.com. Hi, I'm Gina Shock, and you're listening to the Rock Solid Podcast. to be this is small town music this is big town music he's ahead of his time you know but he can't use it if only he could prove it well tomorrow's just a song away a song away a song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and please welcome to the stage, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee and author of Made in Hollywood, All Access with the Go-Go's, this badass drummer, Gina Shock. (laughs) Keep it down, keep it down, okay? (laughs) Don't get too crazy, guys. (laughs) I don't get too excited here. Gina, let me ask you, in the early days of the Go-Go's, when you would go to a club, what's the fewest people the band performed for? Hmm. Jesus, you know, when I think back, it was always crowded, because it, it, it was a scene in L.A., it was a mm-hmm. punk scene, and, and everybody, everybody's band, it was, everybody knew each other, so we would all go to each other's shows and, be, and support each other, so yeah. it was never... Not crowded. It was always, and we were playing in little clubs, and it was always crowded because it was all our friends. And then occasionally a couple strays would come in that were actually, oh, what the hell is this all about? And we'd get a couple converts, but. Uh... And then uh, another draw was that it's, you know, forgive the term chicks, but it's a chick. It was, it was a bunch of chicks well, on stage, was, which was rare. Yeah, I think people uh, were interested in what that was all about because it was not a lot of bands that were all-girl bands right. at the time that were successful, um, that wrote their own material and played their own instruments, nobody behind the curtain kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. You weren't pantomiming out no, there. No, we really were. Playing it, was, it. it was a real deal. So, yeah, it was a little different. What age did you get your first drum kit? Um, 13. And before that, were you just setting up, like, boxes and pans and just no, beating on stuff? No, no, nope. no, no. Before that, I had a um, bass and then a guitar. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to play. So... 
I, I didn't know if I wanted to play drums, really. It didn't, it was, I just wanted to play something. I didn't know what it was. And then I figured it out, you know, everything. I mean, uh, guitar, bass, I had to, you know, take lessons and I didn't have the patience for that. So I thought I'd try drums. And that was just easy for me to play, so I kept playing drums. I just put headphones on, play with my favorite records, and it, my body just made the moves. It made sense to me. What, uh, and we're, would you find pieces of music that you thought, this, this is going to be difficult, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to power through no, and I'm going to learn this. No, you know this. what? I would just play something over and over until I got it right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would just come home from school every day and put my headphones on. I had my drums set up in the bedroom. And... Um, and I would just play with my favorite records until I learned whatever. I mean, and it was, of course, music that I loved. So, um, you know, I would, you know how when you're a kid, or even now, you know, if I hear a song, I play it to death. And, yeah, over know, and over. I like get in the car and play patient. it over and over. Um, and so I would do that with drums until I learned all the parts. Now, you left out a part. You come home from school, and then you said you would get on the drums, but you, you would do your homework first. Oh, yeah, I had and, to do that. And your chores. Yes, that was, but no, one well, of the chores things was the weekend. That was cleaning house okay. and that sort of thing so that I could get my allowance to go and buy, you know, tickets to every show that came to the Baltimore Civic Center or um, magazines, you know, Cream, Rolling Stone, anything that was out there. And then all my records to buy records. Yeah. Yeah, so I was happy to get my uh, 20 bucks a week. My parents hated when I bought records. Why? They hated it. I had a job. Something I, to do. I know. I worked at McDonald's. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't doing drugs. Mm-hmm. I just, my outlet was I loved buying albums. So I used to have to go buy albums, leave them at the front door of our house because no one came through the front door. We all came through the back door. <laughs> then on the, when I would go upstairs, I would open the front door and mm-hmm. bring the album in and take it upstairs. I had to sneak albums in. Wow. It's ridiculous, right? Well, you know what? I'm super grateful because my parents were just, they loved music. Mm-hmm. And Good. Uh, they were always playing music in our house, and they loved big band music, which I loved and still love to this day. And um, so they were always all, music's always one. They were always dancing, singing, and uh, it was a happy place to grow up in. And so I, of course, you know, was started listening to my, what I, I I had the radio, I had a little transistor radio, and I would carry that everywhere with me. And then at night. You know, when I went to bed, I had to, of course, turn it off, but I'd have one of those little earpieces, I'd stick it yes, in my ear a- and, and listen to till, till I fell asleep, you know. Uh, but no, I was encouraged to um, participate in music in whatever way mm. uh, suited me, whatever, yeah. uh, whatever I felt uh, uh, appealed to me. If, we, if someone brought a transistor radio right now with one of those little earpieces and we turned it on, I bet it sounds horrible. It would be nice. It'd be a nice little change. Uh, I, you know what? I do have a couple of those radios. Actually, you do? Because I save everything. I'm, I just save everything. You're a hoarder. I'm not really a hoarder All because, right. like, I'm a Virgo. Everything is in its place and it's perfect. There's, I'm not. I'm not a hoarder. But, but all these things had a place in my life and in me growing up. And and uh, I like to pull them out and look at them and remember everything. Um, you know, like I have. Every laminate pass from every go-go show. Well, of course, you got to keep that. Stuff. And for every show that I go to, you know, when I go see other bands, and if I get a laminate or whatever, I saved all that. I have every single tour book from every show wow. the Go-Go's did. Yeah. Starting like in '79 when we do, you know, uh, San Francisco or New York or something, and it was all I have all everything. Every-
everything. And these just aren't in a box in the garage. You have them like... I, I found all that because well, I did my book and so I had to, I pulled everything out and it was like I used all of the stuff that I've, that I've saved and also I have kept um, daily planners since 1978. I have, I have every year I have a daily planner and I wrote in them. It's not really a diary or anything but I wrote down you know, things that were going on, mm -hmm. um, life and death and everything in between or in those pages. Um, <clears throat> so I use those to um, remember dates and places when I was trying to write this book. Gotcha. Now today, will your entry be talk to eight people in a church hall? Excuse me? <laughs> what did you say, talk to eight people in a church hall? I said today, will your entry be talk to eight people in Hell a church yes. hall? yes. Eight fabulous people. <laughs> Eight fabulous people. Yeah. That I like. That I like. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you about the book real quick. Made in Hollywood, all access with the Go-Go's. Do you have these with you on premises here for people to buy? I'm so fucking pissed off right now, you guys. Um, the, the publisher. At me? No. I'm okay. just very angry all right. uh, at, at, with the publisher, with Hachette, because um, I've had nothing but problems with them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were supposed to send the books, and they're not here. <sighs> So we've been on the phone with them, like, what is wrong with you people? Yeah, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, I'm out here. I, I, you know what? I do it no matter what because I love this book and I'm super proud of it. You should be. It, it's my life and it's my photographs and it's my story and, you know, and so I'm, I'll always want to talk about this book. Um, and they're lucky they fucking have me. Yeah. Because I'm like one person that, that I'll, I'll be talking about this book when I'm in the hospital bed half dead, you know? I mean, it's just so much in there. And it's good, and it's fun, and it's interesting, and and you're always doing book events, and then sometimes you yeah. and, you and Kathy go out and do events well, together. Well, Kathy and I are going to do something in um, Dallas or Houston next weekend, I think. Now, since the books aren't here, are you worried they're not going to get to Dallas or Houston? No, How do you stay I, on you top know what? of this? I think we're going to. This is this is pretty fucked up. But instead of getting this from Hachette, from our publisher, I think we're going to just get it from Amazon, and it'll get it'll be there. You so, know. So you're How just you're going to buy your own book and take yep, them yep, and then resell yep, them. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, with no shipping. With no shipping, right. Yeah. Those assholes want to charge us for shipping. They're like, fuck you. Why aren't they just sending it? I don't know, because they're really... They're, Can we get someone on the phone right now? No, uh, believe me, my agent is... Uh, yeah, it's it's a mess. Well, I feel bad, because this is the place where... This is the place where Every you want these books. Every time I have books. my books with me, too, they always sell out. I brought this I one from out. Los Angeles with me, because I want you to sign it. I'd be happy to. Great. I love this book. It's great. Let me ask you, let me ask you, uh, was Kathy okay with this photo being on the cover? She does not look her best on this she looks, photo. She looks like a fucking rock star to me. I don't know about you. I don't know what a rock star, this looks like a rock star to me. But look how cute you, you look how cute you look. You look like all cute and then, and then. Hey, well that's the band on that day. Okay, all right. That, you know, an hour later, an hour later I could have a bottle hanging out of my mouth and a cigarette hanging off the other side of my mouth. So, you know.
look like this. I hope I still look you, like you that. Really I'm, do. I'm that person. That <laughs> yeah, you still look like this. So um, you were talking about going to see concerts in Baltimore. Is that where you're from? Is that where I'm you grew from up? Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw you recently. You were posting some videos online. Was that your Was that your yeah. house where you grew up? Mm-hmm. And is that still? Do you still own it? Does someone in yeah. the family still own it? I, my brother and I own the house uptown and the house down in Annapolis. Does it still look the way it did when you were a kid, or did you yep. re- refurbish? It sure does. It does. I'm not fooling with it right now. I just I don't know what to do, what we're going to do with the properties, but I'm going there uh, Sunday night. I'm going to be and stay at my house. You stay at the house. And, and sleep in the room that I grew up in. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, my parents bought that house uh, uh, in, up in downtown. Well, it's not downtown, but up in the city mm-hmm. in 1945. It's a house I grew up in. And the house, yeah, when they got married, they bought that house. And then the Shore home, which is down in Annapolis, my father built that home. Um, because he was genius at everything he tried to do, and he liked building stuff, so he built that house, built all the furniture in it. And, um, so I love to go to the shore home as well. Yeah, I get all, get all sort of, I'm very sentimental. Well, you, ha- you have a big smile on your face, which tells me that you did have a good relationship oh. with your parents. Oh, the and, best, the best, yeah. the best. That's, you know, some people don't have that, so. I was super lucky. I'm I so happy. All their support. With everything I've done, very, very, very supportive, and uh, and I think I made them proud, and that makes me very happy. And then when the go-go's hit, they must have just been over the moon. Oh my God, yeah, because you know here I was the the baby. Um, Were you the only girl? Yeah, it was just my brother and myself. Okay. And you know I was just I was going to be 22, and I was took my dad's pickup truck with everything I own in the back and I'm driving to California and I know three people in LA. Yeah. With their blessing. They were okay with you yeah, just twenty two. But I can imagine what must have been going through their mind. They must have been dying. So fearful of what sure. I could encounter out there and you know, you're just a dumb kid. You could fall for a lot of shit. And my mom was like, please don't join a cult. <laughs> that was a you know big don't join a cult. <laughs> Oh, my God. But you did. You joined the call to the goat. I did. I did. I did. Yeah. It was a good one, too. Because 22 is a baby. My kids are 18 and 22, so that's still so young. Yes, it is. And and you know what? But when you're that age, you really, you do believe anything is possible. And I, I certainly do. And I still believe because... Except getting these books here, that's impossible. Yeah, that, yeah that's because I don't own Hachette. If I did, they'd be here. Uh, no, Hachette, I, I, you know, I don't know what their problem is, but that's another story. Yeah, Motherfuckers. I'm, I'm just really unhappy about that. But um, you know what? It's I got to let it go. I'll, I'll stop bringing go. it up. I'll stop bringing it up. Let it go. All right. So. Send a shit letter to them. I will. Send I them can a box do that. of poop. You don't, you, don't even, you don't even know what I can do. 
You have no idea the, do it. the things that I could do, do it, Daddy, for do a it. Gina Shock. <laughs> um, so you know, my three, blessing. You know, three people in L.A. So when you get when you get to L.A., you go see those three people. Well, when I got there, it was Valentine's Day, and I pulled into a gas station on Wait, Santa Monica Boulevard. Can I tell you this? What I moved to, uh, I moved. To, <laughs> I love that. What, what? I moved. To, I moved to Los Angeles in uh, 28 years ago, and I left Chicago on Valentine's Day and got here on, on February 16th. I don't think that's as good as your story, but I thought but I'd no, interrupt you to say it. It's interesting, though. Yeah. I mean, the Valentine's yeah, why, Day connection. Why, why, did we, why did we come in February? I don't... Probably because yeah. it was winter. And it was... Yeah. Because I came from uh, Chicago, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know why. I I, uh, I guess it was when I had saved up all my money and had, had all my ducks in order. I just... That you was just time went. to go. Yeah. How much money did you have when you moved? $2,000 I had saved. I had 1200 Not enough. Well, it's never <laughs> enough, but it, no. did, it did work. You know, for me, because I stayed with my friend Steve, okay. who I met when I had gone out there with Edie from John Waters Films. That's another part of it. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, who was that? Say it. Edie and the Eggs. Yeah. Okay. John John Waters, if you're familiar, he there was a, a character, a woman named Edith Massey, and she played the egg lady in one of the films. Okay. She's in several. Um, and... Um, she had a thrift store in Fells Point, which was the hip area of Baltimore. And I, when I was 20, moved out of my house and I moved to Fells Point. So I would go in and see her every day. She had a thrift store called Edie's Shopping Bag. And you'd walk in and Edie sat at the cash, cash register to the left and her cat, Lovey, sat, <laughs> sat in front of her. Um, and then she had a woman that worked for her named Jeannie that looked, was like her slave. She looked like a <laughs> witch. She had long gray hair with like grotesque makeup, um, but she was, she never spoke, Jeannie never spoke, but she waited on Edie hand to foot, so whatever, and you'd walk in and she would talk to everyone, and she was such a character, just a wonderful old lady, and one day I walked in, and she said she wanted to put a band together, and I said, yes, I'll join that band, and we're going to go to California, and we're going to go to New York, and we're going to play, and I was like, I'll do it, Edie, and so I did, and made friends in San Francisco and L.A. I'd already been to New York quite a bit, um, so I had some friends up there. Um, and that started my journey once, once that happened. And I, I mean, I knew that I was going to leave Baltimore. It yeah. was just a matter of time because, like, I had made a couple connections that I could rely on uh, if I chose to move to that city. And L.A. was the smartest move. Yeah. Uh, I, I could, the, the cost of living was, I could handle that. And, you know, I had a place to stay with my friend Steve Martin. And um, so myself and my friend from high school, Babs. Um, Steve, not that? Steve Martin. No, not the, no. Okay. But I just Steve, want to clear it up. No, but Steve and his brother Doug, Steve and Doug Martin, are identical redheaded twins. And they were in good, uh, uh, fucking good time. Wait, good times. Uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, okay, okay. Amy Heckerling's film, yeah. which opens with We Got the Beat.
Um, and Steve and Doug are in, are in a part of the movie, and they're, they're in a diner, and they're back and forth arguing about food or something. Yeah. And they kind of had a little following, and now, uh, a cult following, because they're, they're identical. I mean, and they're redheads, so that's they, Yeah, it was hard to tell them apart, but I knew. Anyway, um, so Steve, uh, there's a million side stories to everything I tell, and I get off on a tangent, and I get a real myself. No, 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 keep going. We um, want to hear it. So, uh, yeah, so I stayed with Steve, and, and he said, Gina... But not romantically, just friends. No, he, no, okay. no, no. I, I was on a mission. There was no time for anything like All that. All right, cool. And um, so he told me about a band called The Go-Go's. He said, Gina, you need to get this band and kick the drummer out. And make them famous, and I said, "Okay, okay so hold Steve. on, hold on. I have to start. Who's in the Go Go's at this point? Um, it's Belinda, Belinda, Jane, Margot, the bass, the bass player, mm -hmm. and Charlotte had just joined. Okay, and they had a drummer named Elisa. Okay, so she's the one we our targets yeah. are set on. But I, I, from what the girls told me, like she wasn't working out. She didn't want to do what the band wanted to do. Blah blah blah. Whatever. I didn't give a shit. I just wanted to get in the band. Right. Because I no thought matter they were, what. Well, no. You know what the thing was is that I was already playing in two bands. But when I saw when Steve took me to see them play, they only knew like two or three songs, but they were having a blast on stage, right. and that was something new for me because I was always so serious about what I was doing, and it was like, oh God, there there is another side to doing what I do, and that's having some fun when you play, and, and so I, I got that from, the, 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 I, that's what I got from them, what I gave to them, I felt, when I joined the band, was um, cut the bullshit, we're on a mission, I want to make it, so we're going to make it, and we got to rehearse, and that means like five nights a week, not once a month, and you know, I, I felt like there was a lot a lot of talent in these girls, they just hadn't discovered it in themselves, but you could see, or I could see it, and um, I wanted to just push and push and push and see if I could make this idea of what I thought so could it's, happen to this band, make it a reality, and it, so... So it sounds like your presence, once you joined the band, you helped them to get more focused and absolutely. work, work and, harder. And, yeah, the work ethic change, changed dramatically for the band because everybody got serious. I, they, they hopped on board with my way of thinking. Mm -hmm, yeah. Um, because really, I was there, and I was on a mission. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, folks, Pat Francis here from the Rock Solid Podcast. I want to talk to you a little bit about U-Turn Audio. Let me tell you something, I own a couple of these Orbit turntables, brilliant sound, simple design, pure analog experience. They come in a multitude of colors, they look cool, they sound even better. You gotta get one of these. And you know what? If you wanna make your listening experience even better, I recommend plugging in a pair of their Ethos-powered speakers. Look, the turntable has a built-in preamp, all you do is plug these things in, Turn them on, drop the needle, and go. Old school analog power that fits on your bookshelf. Ultra low distortion, amplification meets classic speaker design. We are talking about Ethos, high fidelity stereo speakers that deliver immersive analog sound. The link is in the description, but it's easy. UturnAudio.com. Now back to the show. Well, and, and, and that's like in, when you're when you're the drummer, you're you're like the engine, you're driving yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, you are, and and I'm that type of person. I, I I never give up on things. I start them and I finish them. You know, uh, and I just felt like there, you know, if if if, if there was some sort of guidance, if, and you know, and I felt like I could be that person uh, to a, to a degree. 
you know. Um, it, it worked? It did work, yeah. And, and we started rehearsing a lot, and we got better and better. And Charlotte and Jane uh, started writing and writing and writing, and, and, and we kept rehearsing and learning new songs, and we were playing the clubs, and, the, and, and they were, it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger um, until, you know, we, we would sell out every place that we played. Now, they were clubs, but yeah. that was, you know, that was it's, big. Come on. Yeah. You know, Sell, a sellout is a sellout. Yeah, and we became like the house band at the Whiskey and the Roxy, and that was a big deal. You know, the Doors were like the house band there. I mean, there a lot of big, famous people were the house band at, at, at the Whiskey and the Roxy. Um, and then Kathy gets in the band, oh, kind Kathy, of by the, a sideways no, little got, thing. Was, Kathy got in the band before that, uh, yeah, because Margot, we were going to England, and she couldn't get her visa because she... Was in trouble with the law, and okay. um, and we, <laughs> that could be anything. Yeah, and that's enough said. So I, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I for one was like, I don't, I mean, bless you, but I don't have time for this. And everybody was like, by that time, everybody wanted yeah. to make it. Everybody was really focused on let's try to let's try to right. be successful with what we're doing we certainly are putting enough time and effort into it and I, you know our following is getting bigger and bigger and mm -hmm. bigger so you could see the results of your hard work you know and you don't um, want one person screw up to no, fuck and, it up well, for the no, we, I mean, rest of you we're gonna have to get another bass player to go you know to go to england fuck that no whoever we get they're there so kathy came in and that was it then it was complete learned the set in like three like, days yeah, she learned it yeah Bass wasn't even her instrument. No, she was a guitar player, but Charlotte dropped off a cassette, um, and Kathy learned all the stuff. Did a binge and learned everything. And John Belushi was famously at one of those first yeah, shows. Yeah, no, at the first show that Kathy played at the Whiskey, um, John showed up, and we were all kind of knocked out. He's the sweetest guy. And, and then, of course, after that, we knew that it wouldn't be long before we got on Saturday Night Live if John had anything to do with it. Right. He, he loved the band. And he wasn't like a lecherous fuck. He was there because he loved our music and he loved us. Yeah. Um, and his wife, Judy, and she, they were great. And, you know, uh, myself and Kathy became good friends with John and his wife. Um, and, you know, when we would play, I, he came out and introduced us when we played the Peppermint Lounge in New York City. And then, um, of course, then we played down the Blues Bar with him and Dan and whoever was in town. Yeah, it was magic. Mm-hmm. It's it. your face just lights up telling these stories. I love it. Well, I mean, I just can't believe that this my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, everybody comes from somewhere. I come from a working class, yeah. you know, community, uh, Dundalk in Maryland. It's but that's where the work this ethic, ethic comes from. Well, you bet. My father yeah. worked on the waterfront. My brother worked on the waterfront. My my mother's father worked on the waterfront. You either worked on the waterfront, the GM plant, or um, Bethlehem Steel. Yeah, being in a rock band's not easy starting out. That's hard work. It was really hard work, especially if you're a girl, because nobody wanted to sign you. Yeah, because they didn't. They thought it was yeah, a, they, no, a novelty. Yeah, a novelty. I get it. Yeah. But I would always say, you know, put your hands over your eyes or close your eyes and shut the fuck up and listen. Just listen. Do you like it? Do you yeah. like what you hear? Because that's what it's about. And then with the advent of, of, of MTV, that really changed everything. You know, because yeah. then people could actually see the artists that they were falling in love with. And that's um, a weird and, thing, too, though, because then you, you have to lean into the femininity a little bit for MTV. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a visual medium yeah. now. Yeah, so well, we, we were just who we were. We, yeah. we weren't going to, you know, pander to any kind of anything. We I got gotcha. you. We, we wanted to just, I mean, what you see is what you get with us. When you that's sort of in my book, too. I think you can... Thank you. 
when you when you see bands now like Haim, do you get a kick out of seeing these other female bands that have come since the Go Go's and and make yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I I um, of course I do pay attention a, a little bit. I, I do give more of, of attention to any all female bands mm-hmm. just because for the obvious reason, right? But um, I don't like a band just because they're all, all women girls. or something. Right. No, I mean, my ears. Tell me what I like. I don't. I guess the question was it's more like, a, it, do you get a kick out of it because you paved the well, way for bands I, like yeah, that to course. be taken I, yes, seriously? Yes, I do. I do. I feel like it's something that none of us really thought about because we were just so in the moment, and it's what we did, and we didn't have a choice. It's like what we did, what we loved, mm-hmm. the thing, the thing we knew best to do uh, with our lives, mm-hmm. and and um, now I forgot. I lost my uh, train of thought, but um, um, and it just so happens that. We were women, and it worked out. And people will come up to us in retrospect. They're coming up to us and saying, "Yeah, you know what? You made me want to play an instrument. You made me put this band together." Then I'm like, "Oh my God, we did Im- impact a lot of a lot for of sure. women's lives." And yeah, I will I will now take credit for it, and I'm I'm, I'm cool with that. And that's why <laughs> you're that's why you're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because one of the criteria is influence. Did you have influence yeah. on other bands? And yeah. you you definitely did. Yeah, I um. That's always uh, the big the big payoff when you you know you meet somebody and they say I picked up an instrument because of you or I put a band together I learned you know I learned how to play drums or guitar now I know how to write songs now and I believe that I can do this and yeah you can do it yeah yeah you can. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer. Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Let me ask you this. When was the last time the five of you played together on stage it's because you, oh God, you, you it's been a while because i i had a couple operations yeah so every time it happens you seem to be not re- not not yes, healthy the, enough to the play the last two yeah because yeah. i saw i saw the band in at the hollywood bowl and i think is it was it your drum tech yeah that set in? Chris, chris chris sat in and then the most recent shows in la clem burke set in clem sat in yeah um and let me ask you this what when someone has to sit in for you why not get a why not get a woman? It's kind of weird to see a guy up there. Um, because why not Debbie? Just... Why Debbie Peterson? She can't come in. Anyway, so why? Uh, I just touched you. Uh, I know. I just got <laughs> lost in that moment. Um, I uh, well, I you know, I just did what I thought was smart, okay. and whoever knew the material, Chris in particular had watched me play a million skillion times. And he was great. Chris knew, you know, knew what to do. And Clem was a quick study, came in mm-hmm. and just did it. And uh, because, I mean, I he, was but ready Clem, to play. But Clem doesn't play those songs like you play no, them. No, I know, I know, I know. He doesn't. I'm going to be honest with you. It's, it's you are the drummer of I the know, Go-Go's. I know. So but when, I, okay. You know, I had to have an operation on my neck. I yeah. had to have four vertebrae fused. How are you now? Then How do you I feel right now? my thumb fixed because it was like, oh. I couldn't hold a stick. Okay. Could you play right now? If if yes. if the girl oh, if the girl oh, yeah. if they, if they showed I, up, yeah, I bring them play. in. No. Yeah. No. Um, I mean, I can. So I've is, been. I'm. I'm actually just now shipped one of my drum kits to Baltimore. Okay. So that I can 
play when I'm there and, and I'm setting up a kit in my house in San Francisco so that I can play there because I've, I've played in a couple, I've done a couple of shows mm -hmm. and played some songs with bands that I love okay. and uh, yes, I can do that and I'm, it kind of sucks that the band's not playing right now but I am, it's okay because I'm doing this. But there, will there be more go-go shows in the future? I mean, I hope so but I, can, I don't know. Who hold, I mean, look, I don't want to get, I don't want you to. Who do you think? I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> I know, but I mean, like I just saw I just saw uh, Belinda solo in Thousand Oaks. Yeah, it, it it's gotta kind of piss you off that she kind of holds the cards for if the band's gonna tour. That's the lead singer. What are you gonna I do? I know, but I mean, I mean all like the lead singers. In, it's like that in every band. Sting. All these people can just do what they, they want. They can. They can. And I just feel if she's active, then she should be active with. The Go Go's. You know, I couldn't agree with you more, but she has. And I don't want to life. start an argument. No, or you anything. don't have to start an argument. That right. has happened a million times. Right. You it's, know. Okay. I mean, yeah. I I, I want to. I wish she was uh, playing with us, uh, but because her band sucked. I'm going to well, tell you, they you know, did not. They did not. It was just like it was Belinda, and then a bunch of just dudes that weren't great. Uh, right. Well, that's that's what she wants to do, yeah. and uh, I can't control that. Right. I think Belinda is better when she's with the Go-Go. Absolutely, absolutely. Because, like, that is safe ground for her. And when she fucks up vocally, it's expected, and it's cool. Right, and she, and, and again. Or any of us, you know I what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it, it's kind of, that's part of who we were. People make mistakes. I don't, but. I, I, <laughs> I, love, I love the whole band and everything, but, I mean, this show that I just saw, like, a couple months ago, uh, there, there's no there's no connection with her and these dudes. And when I s see you guys, you're look you're, you're laughing and smiling and interplay, bumping into each other. Well, all that stuff, the stuff that comes from being in a band, history, from history, and because yes. it's you're because you're incredibly comfortable with that setting. Right. Yeah, you have been doing it for over 40 right. years. So it fits like the perfect shoe. And, and you're so happy to still be able and, to do it? Yeah, and, and make a lot of money. Yeah. You know, um, mm -hmm. but, but you know what? Regardless, everybody, honestly, I mean, we're all older now. And everybody, it is okay to take a year or two and do whatever you're doing. Right. And perhaps by Belinda deciding that she wants to put out a record, um, you know, that's okay. Um, but, you know, Everybody has something to do. Right. I'm pushing my book, which I love. I'm going to do some um, photo exhibitions of my of my photography from the book mm -hmm. at several galleries, that, which I'm setting up now. Um, and I'm going to do these Comic Con things or whatever that yep. I'm doing now because I've never done them. Yep. And it, and I and I get to do stuff like this. It's, it's different for me. And right now, you know, it's fun. I don't know how I feel in a month or in a, in a year or in 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 an hour. But right now, it's all good. And I mean, this is fun for me. I'm not doing this for money. No, I feel like you only, you don't do what you don't want to do. No, I That's don't. That's the kind of and person I, do I can tell you for, are. I'm not, I'm not about money. I yeah. never have been about money. I like being in a band. I like being a part of something bigger than myself. That's how I learn, how I grow. I mean, that's my deal. Cool. Um, <laughs> when Kathy's book came out, uh, and you read it. Were there things in that book about Kathy that you didn't know? No, I know everything. You know her. everything about everyone. Everything All right, about cool. everybody. So it wasn't like you needed to give her a call and say, "Honey, I didn't know this happened oh, no, or no, anything." No, no, no. All right, no. cool. I like that. We all know each. We all know so much about each other. We could write volumes about you know. It's scary. Well, you know everyone's I mean, secrets. Yeah. Well, we grew up together. Yeah. We were like you know twenty one, twenty two mm -hmm. years old. 
and we're in our 60s. This is we've spent our whole adult lives together. We grew up together. There were marriages, divorces, all kinds of stuff in between, kids, and and it happens. Mm -hmm. Life happens, and but we just happen to be tethered by this thing called the go-go's and together, and so we're you know here we are. Between the behind the music that was done years and years ago and the recent documentary, uh, does that cover an? Does that cover all we need to know about the Go-Go's? Oh, um, the document that Alison Elwood did was just incredible. I loved it. We were yeah. all so happy with the end result, and we felt safe. Yeah. And we allowed ourselves to be vulnerable and just talk and be the goofy girls that we mm -hmm. are. So I'm really happy with that. And uh, that behind the music was just so typical and just trashy shit you know they focus on uh but that's the way that show was so right. no there's always more to someone's story isn't there yeah. let's let's be honest there's you know there's always more i hope there's more chapters yet to be written i mean i hope that we we that we play again but i don't know I can't, i'm only one person you know saying what i feel i i just love to play yeah i love playing drums i love writing music I, I love singing. I love all this. As a matter of fact, what I'm going to do is <clears throat> I'm going to start, I'm putting my band, I had a, uh, when, when the Go-Go's broke up for the five years, 85 to 90, I put together a band and it was called House of Shock. I got the album right over there. You're going to oh. sign it for me. <clears throat> okay, so, <clears throat> um, yeah, we got a deal on Capitol Records. I've decided to put that band back together and do some shows because I have a. I was like, oh God, I have so much material now to draw from. I'll do. I'll do some go-go stuff. I'll do some House of Shock. I'll do. I wrote songs for Selena Gomez and Miley Cyrus. Right. I'll do some of them.
Um, I'll do some stuff that's in my catalog that people haven't heard. Um, and so what I, my intentions are um, to do, actually I'm playing at the Stone Pony uh, in April, so what I'm gonna do is like a three hour event. And what do you, um, what's it build as, Gina Shock and Friends, or what do we got? I don't know, House of Shock, Gina Shock, I don't know, I've talked about it. But it'll be, <laughs> it'll be me doing this mm -hmm. sort of thing, signing books, and then playing like 10 or 12 songs. Nice. So that's a cool thing, you know what I mean? That, that's really cool, uh, a, a cool event to go to. So I'm gonna just start doing that and see where it takes me because why not? Yeah, you, you like know? to play, I mean, it makes you happy. Yeah, and um, so I, that's why I'm setting my drums up to make sure I can, you know, play 10 songs, make sure my body's ready. But I kind of feel once I start playing it, it all goes away. The adrenaline yeah, kicks in away. and you it's forget. Afterwards you can collapse, but during it, nah, it's all good. This House of Shock album is fantastic. <laughs> and Thank you. You can find it digitally. It's out there on Amazon and iTunes. It's hard to find, you know, yeah, physical know. stuff I, like I, this. Yeah. But this is really good, and you sing on this, and your singing voice is great. Well, it's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> can you sing? Now, can you, when you do these shows, how taxing is it to drum and sing at the same time? I'm not going to be drumming and singing. I'll be up front singing, and, and or I'll be drumming. playing drums. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I have... Like Phil Collins. Yeah, well, no, I have, I have uh, you know, the band that I put together, um, you know, they can all sing. So, mm -hmm. you know, for like, we got the beat, I'm going to sit behind the kit and I'll let maybe John Allen, maybe he'll sing or maybe Asher will sing. We got the beat, you know, and then for some other songs, I'll be up front singing and John will be playing drums. Uh, everybody that I put in the band are all multi-talented. They can all, they're multi-instrumentalists. They can do everything. Um, they're hotshot players and they're all cool. All right. And they're all from, well, they're, mm, Four of them are from, three of them from Baltimore and one girl's from Jersey. So and they're do, good. Do you think you'll bring this, do you think you'll do an L.A. show, I, a San Francisco you know what? show? <clears throat> Let's, I want to see how, how it goes. Well, I hope it goes well. I mean, and it, you know, if it feels good and, and, and you, know, you know, I just need to see how I feel, you know? I want to make sure I feel good about it, that it is up to the standard that I set for myself mm -hmm. and for my brand, for me. That's important. How does anyone live up to the standard of a Gina Shock? This I don't fucking know because I am my worst. <laughs> I, you know, I am my worst critic. I, uh, I'm such a perfectionist, and I've worked my entire life to ease off of that mentality because it's gonna kill me. You know, I just yeah, uh, everything's gotta be just. Per I, it can't. Life is not perfect, and I'm getting better at that. But I really, I like to rehearse a lot. I like things to happen without having to think about it. You know. Mm -hmm. 
you make me laugh. You make me smile. I really, you, I feel like even when I watched the, the Go-Go's documentary, like whenever you would come on screen, I never knew what you might say. You seem like... I don't know what I'm going to say yeah, either. You, you seem out. like the I, wild child of the band to me. I don't know. Well, That's, I think, you know, I, every, I keep everybody laughing, I think, for yeah. whatever reason. I, I think I got that from my father. That's he, good. He People just, need that. You know, funny and didn't even realize what he's saying. And my mother would be laughing the whole fucking 72 years they were together. <laughs> it was nothing but a party. They loved each other so madly and, and were so happy together. And, you know. That's great. Mm. Do you, now, have, you've never been married. Mm-mm. No. Do you, are you in a relationship? Yes. All right. But I'm not getting married. <laughs> That's well. You don't have to. No, I, I don't. Is it, do you feel, are you trying to. Because you, your parents set such a high standard for relationship. Yeah, I think relationship. that's been a part of my problem. My brother's never been married either. So you, got, you, you guys are like, we, we're never going to be able to have what our parents said. No, it's impossible I, to achieve I, that it. Is pro- I think it is impossible because I've never met people so in love that were married. You know? I yeah. mean, it was an amazing thing to see. I never saw them fight. I, they were just always really happy. That's great. I know that sounds crazy, but it, it was like no, some people it have was that. perfect. It was, yeah. you know, oh my God, and they were so beautiful in every way. You're, I don't know. I don't even know how to follow this up. It's going to make me cry. Yeah, don't, because I'll start. All right. Uh, <laughs> we, now we had a mic set up today so that we could take questions from the audience. Okay. Does anyone have a question for? Oh, here, someone. Hold on. Let me go to. Uh, yeah, the uh, the feisty blonde with the. Hey. Uh, Yes, hey. yes, yes, miss. Go ahead. Gina, how's it feel to be you? Oh, that's a good one. Gina, that was the girl that was dressed just like you and looked very much like you. Gina, how's it feel to be you? It's okay. <laughs> uh, Gina, this book is... Oh, the- my book. Man, I love it. <laughs> I love it, too. Um, when you were on my podcast last year, this, uh, this company actually sent me four copies to give away. So I'm yeah, these son of a bitches ought to send me four kind here. Of, kind of pissed <laughs> off. Uh, I can't give you this because it's hard to find. You can't find one here. Look at, this is you. Oh, uh, yeah. Look how, like, look, look at this band. The many looks of the Go-Go's. Right? I know, the many, because like, I mean, Kathy with blonde, blonde hair. hair. Correct. Uh, Jane striking a pose. Yeah. Everyone just, it's just... Amazing. Is there going to be, could there be a volume two of this? I, I, there you, could easily, yeah, but it wouldn't be with his show. Nope, I'll tell you that. no way. No way. Self-published. People will just go to your yeah, website and I, buy yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. I, we, I looked into that, and I think that's really a fucking drag. I think it's... Because uh, this thing is uh, color photos. It, it's, it's, you know, I, it's, it's done well, and it, and, I, and, it's, and it was printed in Italy, not China, right? I was so, wow, the book's printed in Italy. That's fantastic, because the colors will be truer and richer and deeper, and, you know? Um, so that was real. I was very happy about that. When I first opened the book, this is a picture of Jodie Foster. When I first opened the book, I'm like, is that? No, it's Jodie Foster. I thought it might be you for a second. You should have read well, you, what she said was really funny. Jodie was sort of this, you know, nerd, really a nerd. Um, and um, when she started hanging out with us, we changed her up a lot. <laughs> what she kind of says in the book it's kind of sweet it's like she really told what she what, what, what happened the person she was before she met us and after she met us how was the tour with the police the shows uh, you did with that them that was great were they like uh, brothers to you they weren't lecherous either well I wouldn't say they, they weren't like brothers no okay <laughs> okay <laughs> alright but that was a good that, that, I mean you guys are everyone was at the height pretty much when you're doing that 
Yeah. It's all been really great. I, I just, I can't <laughs> complain um, about, I mean, the Go-Go's has changed my life, given me the life that I have. I'm in, you know, grateful mode all the time, except when I'm not. And, uh, <laughs> no, uh, um, yes, it's been great. And it's still going, and it's, that's why I just, you know, I can't, uh, you know, anybody in the band, like Belinda doing what she, I don't know, choices mystifies me. I don't know. Yeah, because coming off the, the induction and the documentary, it feels to me like it should be all go, go, goes all the time. Right? I don't know. You're riding on what, that wave yeah. of publicity I know. and everything. I, know. I mean, to, to, to take a step away from that yeah, and do something else doesn't make any doesn't sense Doesn't make any sense, me. but that's sort of the way this band works. How in the God's name we're, you know, have stayed together all these years and that people even care because there have been so many screwed up decisions. I, I mean, this band has could be destroyed constantly by really bad decisions. But as and of, you can't control people. What are you going to do, right. you know? But as of right now, as we sit here, it's, it's, it's still a band. I think, but I think Belinda told, said she, she quit the band in an interview in England, but she said that so many times. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if she's not in a good mood, or I don't know, she's and you got, not thinking. Have you ever thought know. that the four of you could go out and play as the Go-Go's with a different singer? It just won't work, or people won't accept I, it? You know, I don't know. I really, I don't know. I mean, um, tons of bands do it. I know, a lot of people do do it. It would be kind of weird. Because you know what? I love Belinda. She's a jerk, but I love her. And you know <laughs> we what? Well, I mean, no, she's my family. Yeah. Her and I were really good friends. You can band. say that. You can say that about your brother. Yeah. If, he, if oh, he's a jerk, No, my brother, I, I don't like at all. He's, <laughs> oh, no. That's a whole nother story. All right, we were not going to talk no, about that. Um, no, but, but Belinda, I, I love her, and I want her to be okay with whatever she does, but I wish she would clear her head and, and come back into the fold here and, yeah. and I mean I probably will every time like I'm saying everybody has in this band has quit at one time or another including myself yeah um, but we always seem to come back together it like it's like we can't get away from each other we're tortured by each other yeah and so we'll, but, we'll but when see. you're in the room together there's love it's magic yeah it, it is it's like we pick up our instruments and start playing it's like whoa we are this sound yeah. How lucky. Oh, yeah, and I'm drawing a blank, but the new song that you guys recorded. Oh, Club Zero. Club Zero, fantastic. That was... we even got that done because we were, everybody was in a different city. Yeah, but it worked. Yeah, but I wish we'd, you know, I'd like to really get in and do, like, everybody seeing each other. I would, face love, face I right. would love a fifth Go-Go's yeah, album, it, it but, would, but I'll settle for shows. Me too. I'll settle for shows too. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, I got a lot of material. <laughs> well, you might just So I'm going to be putting stuff out. I'm gonna do, or something, I mean, you know, like I say, for me, I, or 
probably everybody. I, I, it's not about money for me now. It's yeah. like about doing what's going to make me happy and, you know, fulfill whatever amount of time I have left. What do you do here in Pensacon at night after you're done with the festivities? Oh, what, what Christ. Are you doing? Festivities. <laughs> um, I, no, I don't know. Wendell and I, uh, that's my partner, Wendell. You should meet him. He's, okay. he's hilarious. They probably want, people want to do a, a fucking sitcom about the two of us together because we're like cracked. Um, um, this he, is your partner? Uh, yeah, Wendell. Okay. Mm-hmm. How long have you two been together? Uh, I don't know, three or four years. That's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We had a heavy start, but, you know, <laughs> I'm so full of drama, you guys. <laughs> we so he's here with you this week. Yeah, he's 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 being he's being my manager, right. like my personal manager. All right, cool. You know, um, and and he's helped me put all this stuff together because I need somebody to kick me in the ass and say, "Come on, you can do this. Come on, do it." And then when I do it, it's like, "Well, of course I do this." You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you take full but, credit. Yeah, but you know, then you go home and you're picking up your dog's poo and you're cleaning, you know, doing yeah. the dishes and you know. Um, yeah, rock stars do that too. Yeah, rock stars have to do that. They have to do that as well, um, and it's good. It's a good. It's good. It's to, you know having too much all the time is not a good idea. I've had that too, and it's not good. So maybe we'll see you in. A, it's Wendell. Wendell, yes. Maybe we'll see you guys out at a at a restaurant. I don't. Oh yeah, we're gonna go to some place across the street from the, where are we stay at the Wyndham. Is that is that where you're at? I don't know. I'm at the Hampton. No, oh, I'm at the Hampton. Okay. Is it? I don't know. All right. Well, you're in the, you're on the beach. I guess they're yeah, all I'm on the, the beach. beach. Yeah, I'm on the third yeah, well, floor. Well, there's a place, not quite across the street, but kind of catty corner. It's supposed to be a good restaurant. I can't think of the name of it, but I want to go there tonight. We were going to go there last night, but we were so tired that we just came Did, home and collapsed. Well, that's good too. Yeah. All right. What do you do? You, do you, do you, do you do have some wine? Do you have some wine? Do I have wine? Do you have wine? We have wine. What Where? Do you, what do you, right you, anywhere, anywhere. No, I, I ordered wine yesterday. It was so fucking horrible. I took a drink and spit it out. <laughs> I spat it, and it was not good. So I had a Bloody Mary, and uh, that's probably why I fell asleep when I got home. Uh, but, you know... Um, anyway, in closing, which yeah, I know is I w- happening. Yeah, because um, I want to I, I want to tell people where they can f- find you, and then you can you can yeah, do closing well, you remarks. You know what? I really like doing this. It's fun to talk like this because it makes me smile, and brings up really fun things in my brain. Oh, good, I'm glad. I need. Everybody needs it. That's why the go-go's are fucking important because it makes everybody smile. And when we play, everybody's dancing and knows every fucking word and, they're, and it's good, goodness everywhere. I love that. And it's what we all need. Yeah. <laughs> you can find Gina on Twitter at RealGinaShock, Instagram at RealGinaShock, website GinaShock.com. Go buy this book anywhere you can oh, find Jesus, it. Oh, Jesus, you bet. And, and write uh, a nasty letter to Hachette. I will. And you're, <laughs> and you're putting the lipstick on because we're going to get a picture in a minute. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody, for being here. If you weren't Thank here, you. you missed it because Gina Shock is the best. Thank you, Gina. Yeah, you're welcome. Take Thanks, care. guys.